song, please sing it with me, say, come live in me, say, come live in me, all my life, take over, come breathe in me, and I will rise,
your two hands with me everyone in this room everyone online father we ask that you breathe upon us this morning whatever time it is where anyone is joining from lord we ask that you breathe upon us breathe upon us come and live in us we give you an open invitation this year 2024 father live in me breathe on me Help me to abide in you. Help us to abide in you. Make that a prayer of your heart this morning, just for one minute. Say, Father, I open up my heart to you afresh. Have your way, take your place, take preeminence. Abide in me, I pray. Abide in me, I pray. Abide in me, I pray. Let that be the prayer of your heart this morning. Abide in me, I pray, Father. Abide in me, I pray. Abide in me, I pray. Somebody say, Lord, I give you permission to fill me up afresh. Breathe on me, breathe on me, breathe on me. Breathe on me, breathe on me. I want to mount up with wings as eagles in 2024. So I ask, Father, that you abide in me by your spirit. Take me to heights that I've never known before. Take me to places that I've never been before. Let it start with you in the spirit. Let it start with you in the spirit. Somebody communicate your heart to God this morning. Say, Lord, my, my heart is yearning and panting after you. The psalmist says, uh, as the deer pants after the water broke, so pants my heart after you, O God. So pass my heart after you, O oh God. Lord, whatever may come into this year, let my heart pass after you. Fill me afresh with your presence. Abide in me, I pray, that I may gain direction for my race this year. Abide in me, I pray, that I may gain strength this year for divine acceleration. Abide in me, I pray, that I may not lack of discernment and divine direction for my grace this year. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Wave those hands to him all over this place and just bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Lord, we ask that you abide in us. We thank you. 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 Come on, somebody, if you're clapping, do it very well for Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Everyone online, please do the same. Join us as we celebrate Jesus today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, our Father, we ask 
that you charge your word with power today and let it minister grace to every hearer. Anoint my leaves of clay. Uh, let me communicate your infallible word with grace. Let it come with power. Not enticing words of men's wisdom, but a demonstration of your power and the dimensions of your spirit. We thank you for radical life transformation. We thank you because your word will gain entrance into our heart. Lift us up to where we belong. Lift us up to where we belong. Let it be by the instrumentality of your word. Holy Spirit will give you permission to touch every life here. In front, at the back, on the gallery, online, at everywhere, where people are joining. Touch every life. Give someone a revelation knowledge. A rhema word that is meant for this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say it better. Amen. Amen. Have you said welcome to church to your neighbor? Make sure you say it smiling so that they don't think you're just coping. Yeah. It's so great to sit beside you. That's what you should say. Yeah, it's good to sit beside you. And I appreciate something about your neighbor, all right? I appreciate something about them. Uh, let them just feel good that they have a good and godly person sitting beside them this morning. And if you're joining us online, you may not have anyone around you. And if you do, please go ahead and appreciate them. But whatever platform you are joining us, I want you to also go ahead and just drop something, a kind word, a kind thought on that platform right now. Just, just say uh, uh, good morning to everyone. Just say something great on the platform where you are. And I want you to get ready uh, to be blessed by the teaching and preaching of God's word today. And we're in a fasting season, a prayer and fasting season. If you have not participated, we are going into the final week. Yeah, 13 down, seven to go. I don't know about you, but I have a feeling that this year is going to happen very fast. Yeah. It's happening so fast, so fast, so fast, so fast. And that's how fast divine interventions will be in your life. I said divine interventions will come for you very fast this year. Because the Bible says they that seek him early shall find him. Yeah, so I'm convinced that your divine interventions will come on the heels of another. You know, just quickly, divinely, in the name of Jesus. So I, I'm challenging everyone who's not been waiting on the Lord with us. You should not be an onlooker in the house of God. You have to participate in divine instruction. Participate in the grace that is flowing. Participate. Yeah. You know, like we said from the beginning, except maybe you're pregnant or you have doctor's instruction that you cannot fast. If you're a full-blown adult with blood flowing in your veins, then you have to exercise yourself in the Lord. You have to exercise yourself. Bible says bodily exercise. Profit a little, a little. And I see, you know, a lot of people here, you're so dedicated to gymming and to bodily exercise. Bible says it has a profit profit, but it's quite little. Yeah, little. In the, in the entire story of your life, bodily exercise only profit a little. He says, rather exercise yourself unto godliness. And part of our exercise unto godliness is to be able to wait on the Lord in fasting. To wait on the Lord in fasting. And I'm challenging all adults joined to this service today who have not spent, you know, Anytime this year waiting on the Lord and fasting at all, this week you need to do something different. Your, if this is your church family, if this is your faith community, your church family, and you know we say it all the time, the Elevation Church is not just a church you attend, 
it's a family you belong to. Yeah, it's a family you belong to. And this family now has affiliates, you know, Life Point Church, Peace's Life Church, Elevate Community Church. We go by all kinds of names in different regions of the world, but it's one family, one family, one family, one family. And if, if this is your family, then you should join family and seek the face of God and wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. You know, I love that song from Maverick City, uh, Chandler Moore, wait on the Lord. And he will renew your strength. So wait, I say. Yeah. This is the year that God wants to renew your strength. There are some things you have tried with your own strength and they didn't pan out. Or you only achieved just a little, just a little progress. And some people achieved quite a bit of progress. But you know, when God put a super on your natural, uh, then sometimes it's unexplainable. And somebody's getting to that unexplainable realm this year. Amen. I said, God is lifting you to that unexplainable realm this year. Amen. Will somebody say a better amen? amen? So it's important for you and I to wait on the Lord. To wait on the Lord. I'm just, I just feel like challenging somebody here. Don't give any excuse. Don't give any excuse. Yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, if you haven't done it before, this week start and fast at 2 p.m. See, my pastor said I should use my serving gradually. Yeah. Fast, fast at 3 p.m. You know, take it gradual. I, I don't know if you understand. I'm just saying that so that at least you can be encouraged to do something. Yeah. That is for babies in the spirit, though. Yeah. For people who see where they are in the spirit. Uh, but there's no, I mean, there's nothing bad in just starting from somewhere. Yeah. If, since this year started, you have not skipped breakfast once. Eh? Skip one tomorrow. Join us at 6 a.m. on YouTube. I should pray. I'll be leading prayers tomorrow. Yeah. Join, 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 join. Let's pray. Let's seek the face of God. God is not a magician. He's a miracle worker. And he needs collaborators. It's a family. We're not consulting God like we consult the oracle. It's our father. Are you still with me today? Yes, it's our father. And if, if, you, if he's truly your father, he should be able to call you to a family meeting. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah, there are no bastards in this house. We're all children of God. Say amen, somebody. <laughs> so, exercise yourself unto godliness. The same tenacity of purpose that you put into bodily exercise. Put it into spiritual exercise. Exercise yourself. Can you ever tap your neighbor say exercise yourself? Exercise. Unto godliness. Unto so in this service, we are also going to spend some time to pray. Let's, let's dive into the second message in the series. Our theme for the year still remains on ego's wings. And we believe that God is carrying us, not just as individuals, but as a church on ego's wings this year. Can I get a better amen? amen. We've titled this, The Ego Believer. Lifted above obstacles and adversaries. The ego believer. Lifted above obstacles and adversaries. Psalm 3, I'll read from verse 1 to 3. Psalm 3 from verse 1 to 3. It says, Lord, how they have increased who trouble me, 
Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. Uh, but look at verse 3. It says, but you, can, can we read that together? I want to go everybody. But you, O Lord, are shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts my head. Can we do it one more time? One, two, go. O oh Lord, I shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts my head. Tell your neighbor for me, say your head will be lifted this year. Say your, your life will be lifted this year. Say you will not abide in low altitude. Say my God is taking you higher. Say it's taking you higher in the spirit. Say it's taking you higher in your health. It's taking you higher financially. Say it's taking you higher to higher character. In the name of Jesus. Or say it better, say in the name of Jesus. The things that we can see concerning the year and the season that we are living in shows that it's a season where the atmosphere looks somehow. The wind is blowing and it may look contrary. Around the world, the prognosis is that things may be a bit iffy around us. And you and I need to understand that if there's a time to know God and to seek God as the lifter of our head, this is the time. If there's a time for us to see ourselves as eagle believers who will not dwell in low altitudes, where the vicissitude of life uh, has a way of, uh, of, of just keeping people under, we need to go above that level the eagle is referred to as the king of the sky. The king of the sky. The eagle doesn't dwell, you know, in low altitude. And the Bible says we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, far and above, far and above. In, the, in this psalm, Psalm 3, I think it's a psalm of David. And you know, David had too many troubles. Yeah. Too many troubles. I think this was one of the Psalms where maybe when David, uh, Absalom, his son, came against him, you know, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I love that verse 3. For you, O Lord, I shield for me. You are my glory <laughs> and the one who lifts my head. When your head is lifted, perspective changes. When your head is lifted, you see something different. When your head is lifted, you see help. When your head is lifted, you see solutions. When your head is lifted, you know, you, 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 you take higher dimension perspectives. Glory be to God. Amen. Yesterday at the impartation service, I took my time to share, uh, you, know, uh, you know, a bit extensively on the operations of the God of Jacob. Yeah. And its relevance in, in the marketplace for career and business people. If you are not here, I want you to get the message. I think it should be on YouTube. And we prayed. And you should not miss all the prayer gatherings for this week. Every morning we're praying online from 6 a.m. West African time. Uh, and in the evenings we join in our small groups. 
uh, you have the opportunity to join small groups later today, even if just for the purpose of prayer, all right? Just praying in the evening. On Wednesdays, we'll be here to pray again. And then Saturday, the grand finale of the impartation uh, 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 event that I've been having every Saturday, uh, I, I want you to be a part of it. Don't wish it away. Some things, Jesus, you know, looked in, in one of the gospels said, this kind of thing does not go except by prayer and fasting. Some things don't just, you know, it's not enough to join the social media meme, uh, uh, I no go greed this year. Uh, it's not by saying, yeah, no greed this year. It's not by just saying. Uh, when you have power with God, you don't have to say it. Even the devil knows you are not in agreement this year. Yeah, by your posture, he will know. Yeah, it's not just by, by posting it, it's by your posture in the spirit. And this one that you give every excuse to escape, every opportunity to take a different posture in the spirit, it may mean that you are not really ready. <laughs> Is somebody still with me today? Uh, uh, but I'm asking you to take a different posture. It's a posture that we call the posture of the ego believer. The posture of the ego believer. The posture of the ego believer. L l let me rehash you know, this, this story. Um, this story uh, that, that you may uh, be familiar with. It's, um, it's more of uh, the fable of the eagle and the chicken. Uh, uh, it, 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 it's written in many books, but in, uh, in Walk Tall, You Are a Daughter of God by Jamie Glenn, uh, you, you, the story was captured there also. Uh, simply put, is that uh, a farmer who kept chickens and had you know, chicken coop and all that, one day found an eaglet that just fell from somewhere and was helpless and picked up the eaglet and started to, you know, uh, nurse the eaglet with his chicken. Uh, but knew that this does not look like a chicken, but, well, it's helpless and all that. Let's just... And then the, 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 the eaglet started to grow with the chicken, you know. The eagle grew up doing what chickens do, living like a chicken and believing it was a chicken. A naturalist came uh, to the chicken farm to see if what he had heard about an eagle acting like a chicken was really true. He knew that an eagle is a king of the sky. He was surprised to see the eagle strutting around the chicken coop, pecking at the ground and acting, you know, very much like a chicken. But the farmer explained, you know, to the naturalist that this bird was no longer an eagle. <laughs> so that's what the devil is trying to convince some of us. They are no longer an eagle. Uh, he said, uh, the devil will be telling you that if you are an eagle, uh, eagles don't cheat on their wives. As in eagle believers, this one, this one, you have been doing it for many years, you cannot change. This is the year you will change it. Yeah. Oh, somebody don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I said, this is the year you will change. Yeah. Because you are an eagle believer. Yes. You know, the, 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 the farmer was trying to convince the naturalist uh, that this eagle is no longer an eagle. You know, there's a way you can position yourself in certain industries, 
even a city, I mean, like a, a, a metropolis, a mega city like Lagos. I mean, somebody's watching maybe from London, from New York, you know, from other big cities around the world, from Joburg, uh, from Dubai, and you just feel like certain kind of life cannot be lived within the city because I'm not a villager. I must live the city life, and city life my foot, because now, instead of being an eagle believer, you are living like a chicken. Yeah, pecking on anything that is available. Chasing things that God has not ordained for you. Reducing your life to a life of sin, despondency, lack of you know, direction, a life where even the devil uses you as a pawn on a chessboard. That life must drop from you. Amen. Is somebody still listening to me today? So the farmer explained to the naturalist that this bird was no longer an eagle. It was now a chicken because he had been trained to be a chicken and he believed that he was a chicken. The naturalist knew there was no more to this, uh, I mean, uh, there was more, sorry, to this great bird than his action. And showed up as he pretended to, you know, uh, 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 the, 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 you know, the naturalist just saw that the way this chicken, this ego is behaving, there's some things that we need to do to kind of reset it, to understand that the fact that you have been around the chicken coop and the chicken family does not make you a chicken. Somebody in your office, they see you as a chicken, but you're an ego. Yeah, you're an ego. You have dwelt too much around chickens at work. You have the same gist, peck on the same things, the things that interest them are the things that interest you. You do funny stuff together. There's nothing that separates you as a child of God to have power with God and to live out your power with God. So the naturalist, you know, came again and again like we, 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 we saw in the story. Uh, the man lifted the eagle onto the fence surrounding the chicken coop. Eagle, thou art an eagle. Stretch forth your wing and fly. The eagle moved slightly, only to look <laughs> at the man. Then he glanced down at his home among the chicken, in the chicken coop, where he was comfortable. He jumped off the fence and continued doing what chickens do. You know, just place the chicken on. You know, part of the reason why you have to fast is like they're just putting you on the fence. Uh, and then you jump back. Some, some people now, eh, we've done two weeks of fasting, 13 days. You have only done three out of 10. Yeah? It's like you just put yourself on the fence and then fall back and then look at uh, all the chicken and then join them again. <laughs> and just join them. That's not what eagles do. That's, that's what I needed to understand. That's not what eagles do. <laughs> the naturalist returned the next day tried again to convince the farmer that the, eagle, that, uh, that, that the eagle was born for something greater. He took the eagle by the top, I mean, to the, the top of the farmhouse and spoke to him. Eagle, thou art an eagle, thou dost belong to the sky and not to the earth. Stretch forth thy wings and fly. That's at the top of the, the house. The eagle bird looked at the man, then again, down at the chicken coop 
then jumped from the man's ham into the roof of the farmhouse, knowing that the eagles are, uh, that what eagles are really about, the naturalist asked the farmer to let him try one more time. And this time around, just for the sake of time, naturalist came back. This time came back very early in the morning. Took the eagle and walked with the farmer to a mountain far off. Stood at the foot of the mountain. At this point, they were so high, they could not even see the chicken coop or see the farmhouse. They, they were looking very tiny there. You, could, you couldn't decipher the uh, chicken coop or the farmhouse. The chicken coop became so small. They were looking at the sun, and the sun was shining directly at them. Then he took the eagle again. Eagle! Thou art an eagle! <laughs> and spoke again. Thou dost belong to the sky, not the earth. Stretch forth your wing and fly. This time, the eagle stared skyward into the bright sun, straightened its large body, stretched its massive wings. Its wings moved slowly at first, then surely and powerfully with the might, you know, the stretch of, of, of the wings the eagle started to fly. And then the eagle flew away to return no more to join other eagles in the sky. <laughs> Somebody, I need you to understand that that's the story that God has in mind for you for this year. This year that we're emphasizing on eagle's wings, you will fly. I said you will fly. You will have a new flight experiences. Yeah. You will fly into new territories yeah. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. So in 2024, we are airborne. Let me tell your neighbor, say you are airborne. You are airborne. Tell somebody else, say you are airborne. You are airborne. So we will not be limited by barriers and obstacles that contain and constrain at lower altitudes. Because in Christ, we are raised together with him. In heavenly place, Ephesians 2 and verse 6 says we are raised. In the Passion Translation, he said, he has raised up. He has raised us up with Christ, the exalted one. And we ascend with him into glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Co-seated as one with Christ. Somebody say, I'm seated with Christ. In heavenly places. Say earthly issues. Say it again. Say earthly issues will not distract me or lower my potentials. Say in 2024, I'm here born. Say it again. Say I'm here born. So God wants to carry us as a church family on eagle's wings. And there are some things that this means that are signs of the eagle believer. Can we look into them very quickly and fast? Yeah. One of the signs of the eagle believer, even that we can glean from the, 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 the story that I told, uh, is, is the divine elevation above obstacles and barriers. Divine elevation above obstacles and barriers. Our world 
is going to grow more volatile, more complex, and all that, you know, since 1987 or so, where the U.S. Army coined uh, the acronym VUCA. Volatile, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. You can imagine, you know, if they're saying that after the Cold War, 1987, uh, if there was VUCA then, then this is vu, 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 VUCA. Yeah, if there's anything like that. What we're going through right now, because the complexity is enormous. The volatility is, 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 you know, is repeated. I mean, it's something that we just wake up to. Many sort of ambiguity and overwhelming challenges confronting individuals, corporations, and communities, and governments from all around the world. But what God is saying to you and I is that our case is different. Only a few people believe that. I said what God is saying to us is that our case is different. Somebody say a better amen to that. Yeah. Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor, say, my case is different. My case is different. And just in case somebody's asking you why, say, because of the covenant. Yeah, because of the covenant. Because of the covenant. My case is different because of the covenant. Because of the covenant. God has done it before. The Old Testament is a shadow of things to come. In Egypt, the case was different. Uh, God's people, Israel. He said, Israel is my firstborn. Yeah, and we are spiritual Jews, spiritual Israel. Yeah, when any man is in Christ, a new creature, all things are passed away, all things have become new. Galatians 3 and 13 says, uh, 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 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. For it is written, because it's everyone that hung on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of the firstborn, the, the spiritual firstborn, the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham shall come upon the Gentiles. People who are not biological Jews will be able to enjoy the same blessing of Abraham. If their case was different in the Old Testament, such that when plagues were upon Egypt, the, the, the people of God, Israel, were in Goshen, and they did not experience what other people experienced. That same God is still alive and well today, working the same thing in the life of his people. And you need to come to full realization of it. Because the issue is that the scripture says, a man who is in honor and does not know it is like the beast of the field that perish. The honor notwithstanding, the lack of recognition, the lack of activation, and inability to walk in the fullness of it, will cheat us or rob us of the honor of divine exemption. This year, I prophesy over you that you enjoy divine exemption. In the name of Jesus. So we are lifted above huge barriers and empowered to do the impossible. Yeah, we're lifted. That, that is the word of God for us. We're lifted, uh, carrying us on eagle's wings. We're eagle believers. We're lifted above adversary, lifted above, you know, uh, 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 obstructions and obstacles. So for us, mountains do not pose as obstacles, just like mountains do not pose as obstacles to an eagle. An eagle you know, it's the king of the sky. When he looks at mountains, you know, you're there, but you're not there because there's no threat. I can fly above you. I can fly above you. I can fly above you. I can go, you know, past you. And God demonstrated that, you know, in the script, our anchor scripture for the year, Exodus 19, in four, five, and six, he said, you know what I did to the Egyptians. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. It's still the same thing that's been reenacted this season. 
We will only see what is going on, but God will carry us on eagle's wings. Glory be to Jesus. So when God bears you on eagle's wings, the seemingly impossible is achievable. Yeah. The seemingly impossible becomes achievable. The seemingly impossible becomes achievable. It becomes achievable. The things that other people, I mean, you know there are some things you will share with people this year and they'll be asking you, uh, have you lost your mind? But it's because of where you are seeing from that I, I will apply for that thing. I will do this one. I'll do that. Uh, I, I'm seeing some things. You know, that's the way you talk. People around you feel like something is wrong with you. You know, you are high on very cheap weed or something like that. Uh, that's what you'll be thinking, you know. Uh, but the, the truth is that uh, you are not high on natural things. You are high in the spirit. Amen. Yeah, you are high in the spirit because of divine interaction that is going on. Yeah, that's why you need to pray for God to abide in you this year because it's when he's abiding in you that he will continue to show you things. He said, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. Jeremiah 3 and verse 3, great and mighty things that you do not know of. But it's when you call on me, that's when I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. It depends on who is showing you stuff and what you are seeing. Can you hear me ask your neighbor, say, who is showing you stuff? Say, what are you seeing? Is it cable TV or heaven TV? No, it's, it's important. Yeah, I, I want you to understand what I'm saying. He said, call unto me and I will show you. The same way you watch things. Because some people, the only things you watch are on TV and social media. You don't watch, you know, spiritual things, heavenly things. Where just between you and God. God is painting pictures on your mind. And that's why you need to deal with distractions this year. So that God can have space. Because the problem with some people is that God does not have any space. You have used all the space available for other things. And he's saying, I want to show you new things. I want to show you new things. I want to show you new things. Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 7. He said, who are you, O great mountain, before... Why don't you put your name? Which one is the rubber bear? <laughs> you are not flowing. If you are flowing, you won't be saying the rubber bear. Which is the rubber Are you saying rubber bear? Okay, let's read this. Zechariah 4 and verse 7. Everyone, everyone online too said, Who are you, O great mountain? Before, put your name. Uh -huh. You shall become a plain, and you shall bring forth the castle with a shout of grace. Grace to you. Hallelujah. These are the kind of scriptures you recite to yourself this year. But don't say Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel has gone. It's a personality, but it's no longer existing. I'm the one. I'm the, I'm the Zerubbabel there now. Yeah. Who are you, O great mountain, before God, man? You shall become a plague. Yeah. That's the perspective from which we are seeing from. Little things. Things that made you cry last year must not make you cry this year. God told me, you know, earlier this year, he said there's apostolic boldness coming upon this church. Yeah. A dimension of the apostolic where you see unusual boldness. That's what they saw in Acts chapter 4 and verse 29. Yeah, Acts chapter 4 and verse 29. There, there's unusual boldness that can come. He said, now, Lord, look on their threat and grant to your servant with 
all boldness that they may speak your word. Yeah. We are not only speaking the word of God with boldness in the place of preaching. We are speaking it to the devil. Yeah. That the members of this church, you know, will be able to confront the devil at the gates and speak with boldness the word of God and get unusual results. And I'm talking about you. You will partake of this apostolic grace. It will manifest in your life as unusual boldness. Amen. You will have said some things before you realize you are even speaking. Amen. And you cannot reverse it. It is, the, it is God working within you. It is apostolic boldness manifesting in your life. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. Praise God. Secondly, we also need to realize that the main obstacles, wind, and cloud, you know, and all those things uh, uh, at certain altitude that are supposed to be obstacles to the ego. Actually, at such altitudes provide strategic advantage to the ego. I don't know how much you know about what happens in high altitude, all kinds of winds and storm. But when we say the wind is soaring, it means it just studies the storm or the wind and align and then they carry it. Yeah. The, the, the eagle even stops flapping. The wind just carries it. This year, the wind that's supposed to be contrary will carry you to your destiny. I said the wind that's supposed to be contrary will carry you to your destiny. In the name of the Lord Jesus. When God carries you on eagle's wings, even adversaries and obstacles become helpers of your destiny. Yeah. What was supposed to be a contrary wind, you know, they say a contrary wind is coming to your industry. There's going to be layoff. If they lay you off at all, they are laying you off into higher altitude. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Contrary wind will lift you to where you're supposed to be. Time will not permit me, but if you know the story of Joseph, Joseph, the son of Jacob, the guy that was, you know, sent ahead to Egypt, a contrary wind of hatred and envy and animosity came, but you know that contrary wind as, as it was blowing, they thought they were blowing him out of the path of greatness because he had a dream and he told them about his dream. And the Bible says they envied him. And that envy came as a contrary wind. But the wind was blowing him in the direction of Egypt. Yeah. Blowing him in the direction of Egypt. I have this word for somebody here. Who felt like maybe your destiny will be fulfilled in a particular nation. And you are struggling to go there. Let the wind of God carry you there. Yeah. Mm. You don't have to falsify any document to enter any nation where God himself wants to send you. I don't know if somebody's getting me right now. Yeah. Joseph did not have to go and take a, you know, strange document to get to Egypt or to enter into Potiphar's house or Pharaoh's palace. It was called express entry. Yeah. It was the wind of the spirit. I mean, a wind that was supposed to be contrary that blew him. They threw him into the pit thinking they were done with him and all that. The Egyptians came and picked him from there and said, you are going with us. 
You know the truth? Egypt was a place of fulfillment of destiny. Joseph would not have been able to fulfill. See that thing. Uh, I saw my, this thing standing on your own, bind down to it. It will never be achieved in Israel. It was only going to be achieved in Egypt. So Joseph, how are you going to get to Egypt? Let a contrary wind of envy and hatred come and blow you to Egypt. Mm. Blow you to Egypt. This is the year where what the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it around for your good. In the name of Jesus Christ. Genesis 50 and verse 20. After Jacob died and the brothers of Joseph thought, now that our father is dead, this guy is going to deal with us. <laughs> Joseph told them. But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. In order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. This was the perspective of Joseph telling his brother, don't be perturbed. You meant it for evil. Now our father is dead, but it doesn't matter. I have understanding. I have perspective. I, I'm not going to do anything funny. You have done your job. Haters, do your hating. God will do his part. That's what Joseph was just telling them. Thank God you are repentant haters. But, <laughs> but haters, what, does, what do haters do? They hate. And what will God do? God turn hatred into positive wind. Yeah? Just be hating me into my destiny. You are fulfilling your ministry <laughs> and I'm fulfilling my destiny. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. So we need to develop a different perspective to opposition, challenges, and problems. A different perspective. That's all I'm trying to say. You need to develop a different perspective to oppositions, challenges, and problems. Yeah. When somebody says, well, in your case, tell them God will help you. Yeah. Because God will help you more so you can push me to my destiny. Uh -huh. God will help you. Don't curse them. Just tell them God will help you. God will help you. God will help you. Develop a different perspective to opposition, to challenges, to problems. To problems. To David in the Bible for a different perspective to Goliath. If not, he would not have ascended the throne. Because Goliath was, was, was awesome, wonderful, deadly. And everyone was saying, no, you, you, you can't go for it. And the young man said, uh, I can go for it. Even the king invited him and said, I don't want you to die young. You know, this man has been a, 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 a warlord from the beginning of, he, he was trained for battle. You, you were trained to keep sheep. Let's manage your destiny and keep you among sheep. This guy said, no, I know what I carry. I know what I carry. My perspective has changed. This Goliath is too big. I can't miss him. He's too big. Everybody is saying, Goliath is too big. He will kill us. David said, he's too big. My stone cannot miss him. Yeah. My stone cannot, you know when you have to target and aim something small and you are throwing stone, it's more difficult work. But when the thing is big, you just say, ah, work has finished. Give me five stone. If one misses, second one will not miss it. I'm sure. One out of five. Yeah. One out of five. And he didn't have to use more than one. Just to prove that God was on his case. This year, you won't have to use more than one stone. And you will bring down your Goliath in the name of Jesus. Somebody say better, amen. amen. So Goliaths are for your rising, famines are for your increase, and problems are your opportunities. Can I say that one more time? 
I said, Goliaths are for your rising. Famines are for your increase. Problems are your opportunities. Oh, I didn't hear enough. Amen. I'm going to say it one more time. Goliaths are for your rising. Famines are for your increase. Problems are your opportunities. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, somebody say it better. Amen. Amen. Say it better. Amen. Amen. Lastly today, and I'm going to lead us in prayer. Lastly, the eagle believer has the ability to deal with fear of failure. As you step out of this place, for everyone online, as you start your day this new week, and as you progress into this new year, please trust God to help you deal with fear this season. One reason why many people may not ascend to the heights in the spirit that God has in mind for them is inability to deal with the fear of failure. The fear of failure. The fear of failure. Deuteronomy 32, verse 11 down to 13. Look at this. Deuteronomy 32, verse 11 down to 13. Say, as an eagle tears up its nest and hovers over its young, spreading out its wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wings. So the Lord alone led him, and there was no foreign God with him. He made him ride in the heights of the earth, that he might eat the produce of the field. He made him draw honey from the rock and oil from the flinty rock. But don't forget verse 11 there. As the eagle steers up its nest and hovers over its young, spreading out its wing and taking them up, carrying them on its wings. So the Lord alone led him. Talking about you and I. <laughs> well, because we're talking about Israel. So we're talking about you and I. Now let me explain this. The thrill of sorrow always begins with the fear of failure. The thrill of sorrow always begins with the fear of failure. Many people want to soar to high eyes, but not managing the fear of falling. The fear of failure is a big deal. In Jeremy 32, where we read, what was being described was a process that the ego takes its young to, true, yeah, to help to develop the capacity to sow, to stretch out the wings and all that. One of the, the, the protocols in the, the, you know, the family of the eagle is that one is that the eagle has a way of preparing the nest first and foremost and introducing some thorns inside it so that the eaglet is not comfortable in the nest. Because some of us here, we are too comfortable in our nest. So you know what, what God does, like the ego sometimes introduce one or two tongues that you, as you are sleeping, snoring, your tongue like this, it just choke you. Ah, ah, what's happening here? It's a signal to say, uh, it's time to leave the nest. People like you are now flying. Yeah. Starting from low altitude, but they will soon get to high altitude. But you, the starting point is to leave the nest. The fear of leaving the nest is a problem that most people face. 
So the eagle, the Bible says here, steers the nest. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 11, as the eagle steers the nest. Oh, you know, this may look like a funny prayer, but I pray for you this year, God will steer your nest. <laughs> I say God will steer your nest this year. You will not remain in your comfort zone. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says it's over us. Over its young, spreading out its wing and taking them up. You know what the eagle does? We'll go to the high mountain just like the naturalist did in the story that we told before. Pick the, the eaglet and drop at high altitude. 3,000 feet above sea level. Drop the eaglet. The eaglet is still doing like this. The, the eagle mother will say, if you like, don't spread though. Don't spread. Yeah. They will say, your next appointment is with the pavement. If you like, don't spread. Yeah. You're going to... You're, but the thing is that the mother eagle is looking, watching the nest rock. Before he hits the nest rock, picks it. <laughs> and if you can hear the eagle, he say, ah, mommy, you want to kill me? <laughs> say, wicked mommy, wicked mommy, wicked mommy. Yeah. And as the eagle is saying, wicked mommy, the, the, the mother eagle is saying, ah, if only you know <laughs> what my mother did to me. <laughs> I'm even trying, I'm lenient with you right now. <laughs> you know, and take the eagle back to high altitude again, the eaglet back, and drops it again. It needs to get used to turbulence, gets used to the pressure of high altitude, gets used to all those things. And then at the end of the day, you see the eaglet starting to stretch out. This year, you will stretch out. Your hands will not be folded. Your hands will not be weak. Amen. Your heart will not be weak. Amen. You'll be able to operate at high altitude. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I said your heart will not be weak. Amen. Your hands will not be weak. Amen. May the Lord, my God, strengthen your hands to fly. Amen. Strengthen your heart to operate at high altitude. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. People who are afraid really succeed. Because they let fear cripple them. And that's why little, little problems, you know, start to stay around people. It's the time to flap and to go to high altitude. Before we pray, I have a 30-second uh, short clip that I, I, I want to show you, and then we're going to pray. A 30-second short clip, and then we're going to pray. Very quickly. Multimedia, are you ready? This is the story of the eagle and the crow. This crow has a way of just messing around with the eagle. There are some crows around you in your office, in your neighborhood, within family. They just will be pecking, you know, hooking you. And sometimes you can't even shake them off. From, you know, there are some people, it's difficult to shake them off. But you know what happened? The eagle takes the crow to its level, to high altitude. At that point, the crow cannot breathe again and just falls off. And then the eagle goes on its way. The eagle, there are some bottles you don't even have to fly. Just take them to your high altitude. Yeah, take them. Some things cannot survive when you take them to altitude where they cannot breathe, that's where you need a strong heart that can breathe at high altitude. That's some, some people will just leave you. See how the crow just left the eagle. He was pecking, pecking, pecking before. Uh, some people here will be crying. They are disturbing me. They are disturbing me. Take them to high level in the spirit. Choke them. Choke mm. them. 
they just fall off. Yeah. There are some small, small problems. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine at your level? Eh? Malice in marriage is still your problem. Take malice to a level of, I mean, of forgiveness. And, you know, that the person who is keeping malice will just say, ah, they send you to me. I've not been greeting you, you are greeting me. You are, you, are, you are still cooking my food. Or you are, you are still giving me allowance. You can imagine why there is no greeting husband. Husband is giving double the allowance. That's high altitude. If the person is keeping my will come back and say, oh, God, not be me. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. You are a good man. I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But this one, after 10 years of marriage, 15 years of marriage, you are still doing fire for fire. Ego and crow, pecking each other. Oh now, rise on your feet, everybody. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Lift your two hands to Jesus, everyone, and say, Father, I'm ready to soar. I'm ready to soar. I'm ready to ascend to new heights. I'm ready to ascend to new heights. The problems of 2023 cannot persist in my life. I'm choking every adversary. I'm choking every adversary. Somebody, somebody, turn that to your prayer right now. Turn that to your prayer right now. Begin to declare, fear has no place in me. Fear has no place in me. This year, I'm ditching my comfort zone. I'm ditching my comfort zone. Zone. I'm moving to a higher altitude. In the name of Jesus, fear will not hold me down. I'm an ego believer. I'm an ego believer. I'm an ego believer. I'm lifted above obstacles. Lifted above adversary. Lifted above obstacles. Lifted above adversary. Lepradeka leko to pranda lagabosha. E karodobose. Malagata kayaba. E krende legetoko sosotopa. Lifted, lifted, lifted above obstacles. Lifted above adversary. Somebody right now begin to mention certain adversary and certain obstacles of the years behind and begin to declare against strength this year to outmaneuver adversary. Begin to declare in the name of Jesus. We stand against limiting forces and we declare this year that limiting forces and winds now work to our advantage. That every contrary wind will lift me to my God-ordained destiny. Somebody praying the Holy Ghost, praying understanding. As we wait on the Lord this season, the heavens are opening. There's a shift in the spirit. There's a shift in the spirit. We're leaving the chicken coop. We're going to higher altitudes. Somebody, you are leaving the chicken coop. You are going to higher altitude.
We're leaving the chicken coop. We're going to higher altitudes. Somebody let the prayer of your heart be, Lord, lift me up to the place where I belong. Lord, lift me up to the place where I belong. Lord, lift me up to the place where I belong. In the precious name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. First Corinthians 16 and verse 9. Paul writing here and just not missing word concerning his experience. He said, for great and effectual, effective door has opened to me and there are many adversaries. There are many adversaries. There are adversaries without, which is external, but there are adversaries within. Adversaries within, one of it is fear, like we said. Adversaries within, offense. Offense is a sinker. You can imagine if Joseph was so offended by his brothers, that he woke up in Egypt every day cursing them. I'm speaking to somebody watching online right now. You may have escaped <laughs> literally to the UK or to Canada or to anywhere, but if you still have people that you wake up every day, you feel like cursing or you actually curse them, you may not be able to fly even though you are abroad. Yeah. It is not by abroad, it's from above. Yeah. And there are some things that hold you in the same spot like offense, unforgiveness. Those are adversaries within. Laziness is an adversary within. Mediocrity is an adversary within. Spiritual emptiness is an adversary within. Singiness, not being generous towards God or towards man is an adversary within. These are things that I want you to pray against right now. Somebody, you need to stop the spirit of heaviness in your life. I mean, this Saturday is one of the things we'll be dealing with at the impartation service because it's healing, spirit, soul, and body. This 2024, depression will not be able to stand around you. Yeah. You know, the global terrain, they say depression is on the high. You are not a chicken. It's for chickens. Can I say the truth? I'm not making light of depression or any kind of mental health illness. I'm not. Yeah. I'm only saying that when a man is in Christ, when a woman is in Christ, it's a new creature. It's an, it's an ego believer. The things that are happening on the ground, the focus is not for you. They cannot be saying that depression is prevalent and you are part of the statistics. Yet, you are a covenant child of God. I want you to lift your two hands to Jesus. This year, adversaries within, adversaries without. I stand in my authority in Christ Jesus to declare that fear, offense, <laughs> laziness. Just begin to mention heaviness of heart, depression will not be able to stop me. In the name of Jesus, I lay aside every sin, every weight. The only thing that's permitted in my life this year is the weight of glory. 
is the weight of glory. Not the weight of sin. Not the weight of offense. Not the weight of laziness. Not the weight of despondency or depression. I break free in the name of Jesus. I break free in the name. Let that be the prayer of your heart right now. Let that be the prayer of your heart right now. Le kodobo satan de legeta. He korodobo sa. Malagata karadabush. He korodobo satika lande redegebosha. Lakata karadagabosha. Somebody lift your voice and pray right now. I lay aside. 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 Baradagatasha to predegelebosha. I lay aside. Thank you, Jesus. I lay aside. Baleke sosoto pradenga la katayava. Hey, thank you, Jesus. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Lastly, Act 4 and 29. Put it on the screen. We're going to pray that same prayer that the apostles prayed. Now, Lord, look at their threats. You know what happened here? Peter had been caught, put in the prison. Yeah? And then they tried to mess him up. Well, an angel came and took him out and walked him out. And he went, uh, you know, and all that. The church was praying for him. And he went back to his, you know, his, his company and all that and all that. Uh, you, 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 you know, and the church prayed for boldness. Yeah. Boldness. Boldness. They said, Lord, behold your threats. You know, they had been caught and beaten and saying they should not preach yeah, I mean, the account I was given before was different. Yeah, but this particular account was, I mean, this happened severally. That's what I'm trying to say. But this is the first one. That where they warned them not to preach or teach in that name again. They could not do anything to them because a notable miracle had been done. Uh, but they warned them not to speak again. You know, the things that will happen around you, people know that you have the capacity, they know, but they, they just want to suppress you, want to suppress you. Adversaries want to suppress you. But they prayed for boldness. There's an apostolic boldness upon this church. You know, one of the expressions of that apostolic boldness this year, God told me in December, is that there's grace for startups. I was sharing it yesterday at the, at the impartation service. Grace for startups. There are people this year. Some of you will still remain on your job, but you start something that will eventually take you out of your job. Yeah. But some people, this is the year where God will tell you enough is enough. Leave the job and start something. There's an apostolic boldness coming upon this house for startups and for reinvention. For startups and for reinvention. In a couple of weeks, we'll try to see if we can put together some startup clinics and reinvention clinic. As I was driving to church this morning, God was putting that in my heart. Startup clinics, reinvention clinic. There are some businesses here that will be reinvented with a new level of boldness. And God will use that reinvention opportunity to bring restoration into your life. Because you have labored on that business where it has been up and down, up and down. With reinvention, it takes you up to the next level. In the name of Jesus. 
there are marriages this year that has been threatened for the last five years. This is the year where you are breaking free. Yeah. You know, like the ego, just allowing the crow to fall off. Something will fall off your marriage. Yeah. All this, uh, you know, petty infighting and uh, calling family meeting over you all the time, as if you are the only married couple in your lineage, it will stop this year. Yeah. I said it is stopping this year yeah. in the name of Jesus. Any marriage with a curse of divorce, that curse is dropping off this year. Amen. The Bible says the curse, curseless, shall not alight. That curse is dropping off this year. Amen. Lift your two hands to Jesus, pray for that boldness against every threat of the enemy, every limiting factor. We receive boldness, boldness to step into new territories. Boldness to step into new territories, new horizons. Boldness to step into new dimensions. There's a dimension that you are used to, but there's a new dimension in God. There's a level of boldness coming upon you to step into new dimensions. Please don't look around. Say, Father, let your apostolic boldness upon this house find expression in my life. Let it find expression in my business dealings. Let it find expression. Open your mouth and speak to God right now. Let it start to find expression. I will not be timid this year. I receive strength from my heart this year. I shall be strengthened in my innermost being. As your church will take new territories this year, the same way you will take new territories. In your career, in your business, in your family life, you're taking new territories. Thank you, everlasting Father. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus, we are praying. Can I encourage somebody? If you have been looking for prayer points, these are your prayer points. Yeah. All these are your prayer points. I mean, we're still fasting till 5 p.m. today. Still take time to pray on your own. We're just setting you up, you know, to catch fire. Yeah. This year, you will just be meditating and thinking, and God will be giving you prayer points. Amen. God will be giving you revelation knowledge. Amen. God will be speaking to your heart. Amen. Receive grace for prompt obedience. Amen. I say, receive grace for prompt obedience. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus. Will you lift your two hands to Jesus and bless his name today? Bless his name today. Father, we thank you. Thank you for things that have dropped off today. And thank you for things that will drop off even this month of January. Thank you because this year will be light enough to go on eagle's wings and to go to higher altitudes. Thank you, Lord. Somebody bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We celebrate you, Jesus. We celebrate you, Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. Everyone in the room, can you please have your seat quietly? Just have your seat quietly and please bow down your heads with me just for a minute. And everyone online, I want you to be careful right now this is not a time to log off or anything. The service has not ended. I just want to take this one or two minutes to give somebody an opportunity 
to invite Jesus into their heart. It's a new year, and it's a new beginning for you, a fresh start. And you need to take advantage of the opportunity of a new season for a fresh start, for a new beginning. If you're under the influence of my voice and the word of the Lord has come to you today, and you love what God is saying to us in this house this year, but you know in your heart you need to, to straighten out yourself. You, you want to be able to say, I'm an eagle, I'm not a chicken. When we're saying it, you couldn't say it fully because you know the realm you're operating in. You're struggling with condemnation. You're struggling with guilt. God wants to set you free from guilt and condemnation. The Bible says there's no more, therefore no more condemnation for those who are in Christ. And the big question is, are you in Christ? And is Christ in you? Are you in Christ and is Christ in you? The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, you will be saved. And that's the opportunity I'm presenting to you today. That Jesus, our Savior, is here. Is here. He brought you here for a purpose. You may just think you're just attending a Sunday service, but God brought you in here for a purpose. It's time for you to start afresh with God. If you're not sure that Jesus is in your life, if you're not sure that you are in Christ, yeah, if guilt and condemnation are still trying to pull you back, I, I want you to rededicate your life to Jesus today. And somebody may be saying, I've never said a prayer before to give my life to Jesus. I'm talking about you as well. This is an opportunity for you to surrender your life to Jesus. And if you have said a prayer, but you know that you have been separated from God, you don't have a working, living, tangible relationship with God, there's a time for you to rededicate your life to Jesus. If I'm talking about you in any way, shade of fashion, I want you to put your right hand on your heart right now. Let me say a prayer over you. Let me say a prayer over you. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to rededicate my life to Christ. I want to have a fresh start with God. I want to put your right hand on your heart and let me say a prayer over you. And if your hand is on your heart, I want you to lift the second one up as a sign of surrender to Jesus today. Jesus is coming into your life. Just boldly lift that left hand up to Jesus as a sign of your surrender. I'm surrendering my life to Jesus today. I'm rededicating my life to Jesus today. On the gallery, under the gallery, Jesus is everywhere. Online, Jesus is everywhere. Whatever you may be around the world, Jesus is with you right where you are. Just lift that left hand up to Jesus as a sign of your surrender today. I want a fresh start with God. I want a fresh start with God. If your hand is up, stand by your chair right there and pray with me. Just stand. Don't move. Just stand where you are. Stand where you are quickly. Just stand. Stand where you are. No move. Just stand where you are. Just stand where you are. Quickly. Just stand. Just stand. Stand. Boldly stand for Jesus today. Thank you for standing. Just stand. Just stand where you are. If you're online and you are in a room, whether with people or by yourself, you can also just stand. Stand by faith where you are. Just stand where you are if you can. And I want you to go into the chat or comment and let us know I'm giving my life to Christ or I'm rededicating my life to Christ. If you're right in the room, wherever you are in this room, on the gallery, under the gallery, on the main floor, please just stand if this prayer applies to you right now. Jesus is calling you. This is not the voice of the pastor. This is the voice of Jesus in your heart calling you for a fresh start. If you're standing, I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I thank you for inviting me. I open up my heart to you to accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. I confess with my mouth that you died for my sin and you rose on the third day for my justification. So today, I willingly surrender my life to you. 
completely and wholly. Take control. Take charge. Lead me. Guide me. Be my shepherd from this moment forward. You are my Lord and you are my Savior. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for forgiving my sins. In Jesus' name. If you just say that prayer with me, I want you to walk to the house that is closest to you. We have our officials, our ministers there. Please just go with them just for about five minutes. They just want to attend to you out there very quickly. Uh, um, we'll put some materials in your hand and perhaps get your details. Uh, we have our faith development opportunities that we want to introduce to you and just be a part of your growth trajectory so that uh, your adversary, the devil, will not hold you back again into sin in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, for everyone online, there's a link that's been sent into the chat room or the, the, into the, the, the comment or chat. Please look through the link, click on it, connect with our officials online, drop your details, and God will bless you in Jesus' precious name. Can we put our hands together and appreciate everyone, everyone submitting their lives to Jesus today. Praise God. All right, are we ready to give to God today? Uh, our worship of God is not complete until we worship him with our substance. And the Bible commands us that we should not appear before God empty. Uh, uh, if you uh, want to join us to give today, I want you to look at the screen. There are many ways we give. We prefer digital giving or electronic giving. So if you can bring up your devices to give to God right now. If you have given at the beginning of the service or before you left home, it's all okay. But don't pretend in the presence of God. When it's time for offering these days, some people just look straight. Yeah. Look straight as if they have a, a prior agreement with God that they are exempted from giving. <laughs> I, I, I want you to boldly present your seed, your tithe, your offering, your first fruit, whatever kind of giving. You are giving freely, not out of compulsion. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is not a debt you owe, it's something you are doing out of love for God as a covenant obligation to your maker and they'll give up all good things. If you want to use a, a check, please write it to the Elevation Church. If you uh, want to give cash, please look for the envelope in the pocket of the seat in front of you or behind you. Uh, um, and, uh, uh, and please package your offerings. Uh, and by the way, if you wrote the, the church a check, maybe in the last one or two weeks, uh, and you notice that your check is yet to clear, Please send us an email at info at elevationng.org. Please send us an email. Um, uh, we had one or two issues, the bankers, and some maybe uh, uh, some checks are delayed. But please send us an email so we can clarify. If we need you to rewrite the check or do a transfer, we'll let you know. But if you sent, if you wrote a check to the church in the last one or two weeks and it's yet to clear, uh, please. Uh, send us an email this week or put a call through uh, to any of our lines or just send an email just to let us know. Uh, all right. Uh, for everyone online, there are different ways we give and it's been displayed on the screen. You can also join us. There are many international gateway uh, with which you can give to us. Uh, PayPal, uh, if you're in America, Zelle, if you're in Canada, uh, Interact, and, uh, uh, and wire transfer from all around the world. And God will bless you as you do so in, in Jesus' name. Can, can we say a prayer? Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give to you today. We release a blessing over every seed, over every tithe, every, uh, 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 the fruit of our labor coming to you. 
we ask that you look upon our seeds favorably, accept it as our worship, and cause your hand to rest upon it. Turn uh, these seeds into instruments of favor. Let your favor rest upon our labor. Uh, carry us on eagle's wings this year. Let there be no struggle in our lives. In the name of Jesus, let the work of our hand bring forth like never before. Let no adversary be able to hold us back. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say better. Amen. Amen.